Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Marcy Ann, and I want to welcome you to my show today. If you're new, well, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and if you've heard me before, then um, thanks for coming back. <laughs> today we're having lunch together, and you're my guests today. I had. Um, uh, what's, I had set up a meeting with a bride and groom recently <clears throat> at Starbucks, and um, we were going to go over their ceremony, you know, so I could find out what they wanted to say to each other, because I always have personalized uh, my wedding ceremonies specifically to that particular bride and groom. And I need to know, you know, if they want to do traditional vows, like for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, and sickness and in health, or if they want to say, until death do us part, hardly anybody says that anymore. Uh, I usually say for the rest of our lives together. Or if they want to do something less traditional, because a lot of times if people are married for the second time, you know, and they said, for better, for worse, vows the first time, and of course it didn't work out, so they sort of don't want to say it again. So I have a non-traditional vow I use. I say, I will honor and cherish you all the days of my life, and I promise to do all in my power to keep my love for you pure and true, deep and strong, as it is right now. I really love that promise because all you're promising to do is to keep your love uh, the way it is right at that moment, you know, and if it's if it's a new love or if it's um, a developing love, uh, it's a promise that a person can keep. <clears throat> and then I need to know what they want to say about the rings, you know, with this ring I the wed or with this ring I marry you. And there's all kinds of other things I like to discuss you know, what's their definition of love? Uh, if they want a prayer in the ceremony or or would they like a spoken wedding blessing? And if they want to include the guests in the ceremony, I, I have a way of including the guests. I uh, have a congregational blessing where the guests can give their blessing to the marriage. Uh, what I say is uh, bride and groom have now demonstrated in your presence as the guests that they believe in their love and they want to live together in marriage. So if you believe in their love and you would like to give your blessing to the marriage today, would you please respond all together by saying, I do. And then everybody says, I do. <laughs> but this, And this also gives you know, everyone who comes to the wedding a part in the wedding, and then everybody gets to say, I do. <laughs> Well, anyway, this there was only one table available at Starbucks that morning. It was a table for two, and I needed a table for three. <laughs> so there was a man sitting at the table next to my table that had four chairs, and he was by himself. 
So I asked him if he was expecting anyone, and he said no. So I asked if I could borrow one of his chairs, and he said yes. And then while I waited for the bride and groom, because I'm, I'm always early, because I made a promise to myself when I first started my wedding business that the bride would never wait for me. <laughs> I would always wait for the bride, whether we're just meeting together about you know, details of the ceremony or the actual day of the wedding. So while I waited, this gentleman and I chatted. And then when my bride and groom arrived, the gentleman handed me his card to say goodbye. And it said, I'm not going to use his real name, but it said, Sam Smith, ambassador at large. Well, I went ahead and had my meeting with the bride and groom, but then I just couldn't get my mind off of this uh, way he expressed himself on this card, ambassador at large. (laughs) Uh, That's all I could think about for days. I'm still thinking about it because every, you know what? Every single person in the whole wide world is an ambassador at large for something. Do you know if you listen to my show, you know that I love Roger's thesaurus. And so I looked up ambassador. (laughs) And here are some of the words that are associated with being an ambassador. Representative. Advocate. Champion. (laughs) A spokesperson. An agent. Delegate, go-between or middleman, messenger, diplomat, deputy, on behalf of, and, and I say that with a little M. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm a minister with a capital M because I am ordained. However, all of us are ministers little m whether you're uh, a clerk at a grocery store and you're checking people's groceries out or you're a teller at a bank or you're a doctor or a lawyer all of us are uh, you're a teacher you're um, a, a bus driver we're all ministers little m <clears throat> and that's probably maybe the most understood word of all these words, uh, that is is uh, what a, what an ambassador is. But don't you love the thought of being an ambassador? <laughs> so if you didn't know it before, I now appoint and anoint you as an ambassador at large. <laughs> and my message today to you is, There's a creative energy that started this whole thing that we call life here on earth. And we are life here on earth as a human. We're not a rock or a plant or an animal. We are a human. I have to say we're not very evolved yet as humans. Oh, I know. I think we 
we think we are because of the technology, but the ways we use the technology doesn't show a lot of interest in metaphysics. <laughs> that word meta means beyond. So beyond uh, physics would be, metaphysics would be, be the science of the, beyond the science of the physical world. So metaphysics would be information beyond the physical world. Or another way to look at it would be how the physical world works. I mean, like what, what makes day and night? And how can we know when, what the high tide will be on July 4th, 2025? Or how, do you know, how does your body know how to heal that finger you just cut with the knife. I I just did this, so I'm interested in knowing this. And uh, what process does our technology use to get that latest YouTube video on your phone? I did a check on the most watched video this week, and it was a video that is just some crazy guy opening boxes. That's it. Just opening boxes of stuff finding things like a goat's head mask and putting it on and talking, and that's it, putting it on and talking. And The most watched video this week on YouTube, millions of people took 30 minutes of their time to watch some guy they don't know just open boxes. Well, then I did a search on YouTube about opening boxes, and I found a whole bunch of other channels where they just open boxes. <laughs> Some of these videos have over 2 million views. I mean, does this sound very advanced to you? <laughs> if you look at videos by our current Ph.D. scientists like Bruce Lipton or Deepak Chopra or Terrence McKenna, I mean, maybe they might have 75 views. So our technology is just kind of a play toy right now for the vast majority, just a way to pass time. And our use of the technology is a real measure of our state of consciousness because our state of consciousness is what determines our life. All any of us has to do is to listen to what a person says and observe what they do in their life, and you can determine their state of consciousness. And Deepak Chopra says that everyone is doing their best that they can according to their state of consciousness. So when someone does something that seems stupid to me, I know they're not stupid, they're just not evolved. So I don't require of them that they meet the same high bar that I hold for myself because they couldn't possibly do it. So I asked myself, what am I an ambassador at large for? <laughs> As a wedding officiant for 22 years, I've specialized in creating blissful wedding ceremonies to celebrate and validate the brides, especially the brides, and providing that ceremony that creates the helpmate to the man. Because the wedding really is for the women. I mean, guys go through it because they want their woman to be happy. But the wedding is for the woman. And, you know, I really feel sorry today for all the women who are living with men and are providing all of the womanly services to the man, but he hasn't given her the validation of being his wife. 
with all the rights and benefits and privileges thereof. You know what? And I think all women need to rethink this. And as a part of their being an ambassador at large for women, to begin to take a stand and just become independent and self-sufficient until they find a man who is willing to validate her and make her his wife. But this will only work if every woman takes the stand and there never has been very much solidarity among women. I mean, as Phyllis Diller said a long time ago, you could never have a woman football team because you would never get nine women to agree to wear the same thing on the same day. (laughs) So I call myself an ambassador at large for loving and being loved. But these past couple weeks, I've been very challenged at being an ambassador at large for loving and being loved because I have been very provoked by a person who's passing through my life right now. So in considering being an ambassador at large, from time to time, (laughs) the universe is going to give us experiences that are going to expand our understanding of our ambassadorship (laughs) and my capacity to be loving is being expanded right now because after I pretty much blew up at this person I did apologize I didn't excuse my behavior but I did say I didn't say what I wanted to say in a loving way and actually it is good practice to try to say something that needs to be said, but to say it without judgment and condemnation, uh, rephrasing the information in a more positive and helpful way without putting the person down. Now, this person that came through my life temporarily needs needed a job. And I remember when I really, really needed a job. And I was out every day filling out applications and making calls and knocking on doors and taking every minute I had to try to find a job. Uh, The reason he passed through my life is I rent out the extra bedroom in my house on a nightly basis, and he knew about this because he had stayed in the room for a month about three years ago when he was also in this same condition of not having a job or a place to live. He also didn't have a car, and he still doesn't have a car. Well, I didn't have rent for this three-week period, so I told him he could stay those three weeks until my next renter comes, and this would be enough time for him to find a job and a place to live. And, you know, so this guy was on the bubble, so so to speak, really, but he's just happily living in my house without paying any rent, so he just finds all kinds of time to go sit in the coffee shop, chat with people, watch TV, play games on the computer, and I keep thinking, time, 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 time is ticking, and um, I mentioned to him that once you get the job, you know, they're going to hold back your first two weeks pay, you don't get your paycheck right away. And you have to get started on an income stream that's consistent. But I also began to realize he hasn't changed his way of living as a human at all since the last time I saw him. 
So remember, one of the words for ambassador is messenger. So I delivered my message. (laughs) Well, angrily and dressing him down for his casual attitude about things. And then I apologized, and he did accept my apology. Uh, But has there been any change in his behavior? No. So I reminded him of the final date for him staying at my house. I told him that the date was not negotiable. It was absolute. He would have to find another place to live by that date because I had a new, I have a paying customer coming in. Now his time was up yesterday and he left. Where he's going, I have no idea. But the last week he was here, he was out until 10 and 11 o'clock every night. So I figured that he was hanging out at the bars looking for some woman who he could romance into letting him stay at her house. And ladies, the bar is not a place to find Mr. Wright. Basically, everybody at a bar is a destitute guy like this guy, or uh, three-fourths of them are married. It's just not a place to go, ladies, and... If you're looking for Mr. Wright, then I suggest you download my book, 17 Things to Do While Waiting for Mr. Wright. Uh, It's at uh, www.mrwrightforme.com. It's free. And I have 17 things there to discuss with you uh, on how to live your life uh, without Mr. Wright and having... Uh, and then creating your situation where Mr. Wright will show up on your path. So anyway, um, I told him that I gave gave my charity money to the Salvation Army and that I would take him there and they would give him a place to sleep and food to eat and that they also had professional counselors who could help him find a job. I don't know if he went there or not. And I also told him not to ever call me again for help because my answer would be no. <coughs> if you if you were to look at your life today, right this minute, <laughs> what would your life say that you are an ambassador at large for? What does your life tell the world? Being an ambassador means being active as a human being, talking, thinking, working, playing, sleeping, eating, shopping, watching YouTube videos. So if I were to be with you for 24 hours and I would videotape everything that you said and did, what would we call your video? Ambassador at large for. Um. One of the major corporations here in the United States posted their criteria for man of the year uh, that the selection committee uses to uh, choose the man of the year. And in thinking about being an ambassador, I I thought it would be, I would like to read this uh, list of criteria. Um, This is setting a very high bar, I understand, but 
um, just listen. Reflects exceptional standards of professional performance. Number two, promotes teamwork and collaboration. Three, initiates creative ideas and invests extraordinary effort in their job performance. Number four, demonstrate the ability to communicate effectively with other employees in helping accomplish corporate and departmental goals. Number five, reflect in their work a genuine desire to be of service to our customers, uh, our associates, and the public in the spirit of our system-wide quality service commitment. Right there, there's just one thing. If you, if you just did that one thing in being an ambassador at large, there's hardly any customer service today. Just reflect in your work a genuine desire to be of service to our customers. Number six, demonstrate a conscious effort to expand their business and technical knowledge through training and educational opportunities. Number seven, embrace new ideas and are resourceful, flexible, and adaptable to change. Number eight, demonstrates a strong commitment to safety, honesty, and integrity. And then nine and ten were uh, that they had been with the company for at least three years, had not received the uh, award before and were in a job classification of director level or below. So, once again, <laughs> I am uh, uh, ordained minister, capital M, who is legal to marry people, but all of us are ministers, little m, a speaker for some cause, an agent for some company, a diplomat, a champion, and remember, now you are anointed and appointed ambassador at large. Go forth. That's our show for today. Once or twice a week on different days to accommodate the variety of interesting guests, Marcy Ann is having lunch and you're invited to come. And Marcy Ann has over 300 radio shows in the archives on which she shares her Archangel perspectives about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to be a guest, or if you have any questions, you can contact Marcy Ann on her website, www.marcyann.com.